Hello, friends. I'm your host, Christina, and you're listening to Radical Stepmoms, a podcast about the good, bad, and really ugly moments about raising a child that you didn't create. Here, I'll discuss the realities of co-parenting, the way stepmotherhood affects a marriage, the relationship with our stepkids, and most of all, navigating the relationship with ourselves. I want each episode to leave you feeling validated, empowered, and oh so radical. So pour yourself a LaCroix, a glass of red, or whatever, and listen in on Radical Stepmoms. Hi, Erica. How are you? Hi, Christina. I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Yay. I'm so excited to have you. Um, This is a very interesting topic that kind of caught me off guard. I got a message from a follower who said that she's having a really hard time because, you know, she became a stepmom um, through having an affair with her spouse. And I like threw this topic out there into the Instagram world. And I got so much like feedback of people who are interested in this. So thank you for being willing to share your story. Um, Let's get a little background on who you are, like where you're at, um, what's your family dynamic, and then we can kind of like dive into how it all started. Yeah, of course. Um, Well, I was dying to know what this topic, how this topic came up for you too. So that's interesting to know that I'm not the only one in the world. Um, (laughs) Definitely not. Yeah. I like to kind of think of myself as like a Disney villain that you love to hate, or Mm -hmm. maybe that you love, like hate to love because in terms of being the other woman, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a struggle. It was way harder in the beginning. I will say I've been a stepmom now for almost eight years. Uh, so I will say to, to your, you know, your listener that it gets easier. I will say it, it has gotten easier over the years. So mm-hmm. if that's any consolation or if I hope other mom, step moms are feeling that, that it gets easier over the years, mm-hmm. uh, it definitely does, or at least it did for me. Mm-hmm. So my husband and I met back in 2013, we were both going to the police Academy mm-hmm. and we were both married. Okay. And it, uh, it's a really high stress situation in the police academy, right? You're away from family or away from loved ones and you are training for a job where you might not go home at night. And so we kind of fell into this fling where it was going to be fun. And I knew he had two kids at the time when I first met him. And then all of a sudden it sounds super cliche, but we were in love. I knew I, he was my soulmate. I knew that, you know, I was making a huge mistake in my marriage and that I needed to get divorced and be with this man because he was everything I wanted. Mm-hmm. Well, how long had you been married? I was married for four years. Okay. Um, yeah. And we were both really young. Like I was only 25 in 2013 and he was only 23. Okay. And so, and the fact that he had two kids, I was like, you know, Oh, did did she get pregnant in high school? And he was like, yeah, actually she did. And so, you know, we both were kind of coming from really, uh, marriages where we just weren't happy. And, you know, he, I don't want to speak for him, but you know, he, I think kind of got, I don't want to say trapped, but he kind of fell into being a dad. Sure. There's obligation in that, right. When you get married so young and you have kids so young, there's that feeling of obligation. I, I feel like there's a lot of 
spouses that feel that way. My husband in particular, like they weren't even married or in a relationship and it was just kind of like, fuck, like, what do I do now? Yeah, exactly. Somebody gets knocked up and you're like, oh shit. So, So, you know, (laughs) and so he, uh, he had these two babies, you know, two little kids and, and I was, (laughs) this is so terrible. See, and this is the part where I'm the villain that you love to hate. (laughs) I am, you know, scrolling with my best friend at the time, you know, trying to creep on his wife and my best friend goes, which we all do. Yeah. She goes, um, did you know she's pregnant? So I'm just going to say this for your listeners. If you think you have a high conflict baby mama, Oh God. (laughs) Just try sleeping with her husband while she's pregnant. Oh no, girl, yeah. you didn't. I did. So yeah, so I'm like, no, you know, that that kind of opened up this. And so you didn't know that she was pregnant. So I he had, hadn't told you. I had no idea. And he and to be fair, I think there was some miscommunication. I think he thought that I knew, mm. you know, because he had probably talked about it with our squad, you know, at the academy. And so I think he probably thought I knew through the grapevine, but dear God, no, I had no fucking idea. So I, I said, I'm not doing this. This is some Jerry Springer bullshit and I am not doing it. (laughs) So unfortunately I just, I, we couldn't stay away from each other. So I got divorced and so his, his wife at the time was actually living in another state and once he was finished with the academy, she was going to move out here with the two kids and, you know, have the baby. And they were going to move like eight hours away from where I was going to be stationed with my agency. So, yeah, she gets here and she found emails, finds out. And it, you're divorced at this point? I'm divorced. So I'm kind so- of... Let's backtrack for a second. I want to know, like, so pause there. What was, did your ex-husband know about this affair? Did you tell him that you had been seeing someone else? Yeah, no. So I, like I said, I was kind of in an unhappy marriage too. So it was kind of one of those things where I think he saw it coming too. He wasn't happy either. And so I asked for a divorce. We filed paperwork and, and we were done in 30 days. Right. Yeah. No kids. That's really no kids. like easy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Super easy. So I was kind of trying to figure out what I was going to do. I ended up quitting my police agency because I was so stressed with the divorce. And, you know, I met this man and didn't know where that relationship was going because we were broken up and he was going to get back together with his wife. But mm-hmm. I, when I say it, he was like a drug, like I just couldn't stay away from him. He couldn't stay away from me. I mean, I really truly believe that we were meant for each other. It was just horrible timing. Right. So, uh, yeah. So she found some emails between us, mm-hmm. understandably enraged. Sure. And I, I mean, I was the only, I was one of only two females in our academy class. So she had to know something was going on. I think when he, you know, posting pictures on social media with this, you know, not gonna not gonna toot my own horn but cute blonde uh, yeah like. yeah cute blonde and so, <laughs> you know so she's she gets out here and they you know their relationship has changed at this point right like it's they both know that there's this thing between them me being that thing mm-hmm. and 
they start, you know, driving to his duty station eight hours away from where I live. And he just says, I can't do this. I can't, I, I just can't. I, you know, I, I think at the time he kept thinking, and we both were thinking he needs to be there for his kids. He has to be there for this new baby. If, if he, get, if he gets together with me, he's not going to be in his kids' lives. And I think this had happened with the birth of their second child where they had contemplated divorce, but he, mm. again, the court system, he knew he was never going to see his kids. Mm -hmm. So he stayed with her, you know, after the birth of the first one, after the birth of the second one, she wanted to have this third one. And he's like, ah, if I don't keep, if I don't keep her happy, I'm just never going to get to see my kids. So he realized that was not an option. He was going to be miserable. And so she moved back to Michigan and he stayed in Wyoming. So that, you know, now I'm, you know, we're free to be together. And so it's like, oh, awesome. This is going to be great. No, are you <sighs> kidding me? I am still the home wrecking, you know, whore everybody mm. in his family they disowned us mm. he even I, eight years later well no so that's the okay. good and that's okay. that's where i want to give you know your 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 listeners hope is that once people get to see the kind of person you are regardless of sure. the mistakes you've made in the past mm-hmm. they can hopefully you know i i would hope that most people's family are the same way once once his family saw how good I was to him, how, you know, how much we loved each other, how mm-hmm. happy he was. And really like, understood kind of the situation before you came yeah. along. And yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so she moves away. Now it's you, you guys staying in Wyoming and shit yeah. is just like not easy. Yeah. So you, and, and I don't know how many people this will affect it. You know, I don't know if anybody's ever written in about this, but um, to protect basically children, and like insurance coverage and stuff, a lot of states won't let you file, or at least the court proceedings for filing when somebody's pregnant are very different. Mm. So, you know, they, they couldn't, neither one could really file and get anything moving until she gave birth. Oh. So my, this is the funniest part, right? Because people do the math. We've been together for eight years, but I have a seven-year-old stepdaughter. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, that works out, huh? Yeah, yeah. that's so, a fun detail. Yeah, so people, do, you know, give me that look sometimes like, what? So, uh, yeah, it's exactly what you think it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, my mom always said, don't don't uh, live your life if you don't want people to write stories about you. So I've got to own it. I've got to own the mistake that I made. I wish I wish if I could go back and do it differently that we would have waited, but waited until, you know, the divorce was final. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's yeah. And that's what I was I was really wanting to touch on for people is dear, sweet Jesus being around from day one of the divorce proceedings and the custody battle and everything that goes along with this new, you know, I'm the new woman in her Mm -hmm. kids' lives. She hated my guts right before she ever laid eyes on me just because of the situation. So rightfully so too. I mean, like, you know, I, I mean, I feel like obviously I'm team stepmom, but then at the same time, you know, like, 
if it were reversed and I was pregnant, like, I think we can all step into both sides of the door there. And, but then it's like, you know, those stages of grief in a way of, all right, but how do things progress? How do things, because you can't always be in that period of, you know, wanting to attack the other woman, like there has to be some sort of progress. So, yeah. So, you know, and I, and I totally understand. And that's, I definitely, I want to own it. Like I, that was a bitchy thing for me to do to another woman. And, and there's, I mean, I would never, I, I consider myself like girl power. So it sucked the way that things started, but here we are eight years later. It's not like I was just coming in to, you know, be this home wrecking, you know, Oh, I just want right. to ruin somebody's and take off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I have stepped up since day one, especially with the children too, because I, you know, I know how much it probably sucked for everybody that, you know, all of a sudden dad has this new woman that, I mean, so, and then, and then that's the part too, where, um, because we're long distance. So that's the other thing I wanted to touch on. Yeah. 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 Because we're long distance, there was no, oh, you have kids, let's date on the weekends and maybe I'll meet them going bowling one day. Mm-hmm. When, because they were going through the custody battle, I never even met them until they were with us for four weeks oh my for God. a visitation. So I went. You guys, from- I assume you guys were already living together. Well, yeah. So I waited, I waited to move in with him until after his daughter was born because Jerry Springer. So uh, I, I waited. Oh, was he there for the, was he there for the birth? Yeah, he actually, he was driving that she came like two days early. And so he missed it by like 12 hours because he's driving from Wyoming to Michigan. So, but he was there and like got to meet her, you know, the day after she was born and um, spend a couple days with his kiddos. But then So she was born at the end of 2013 and then he didn't get to see his children again until July of 2014. Wow. So imagine not, you know, imagine, you know, you've, you've gone from being, you know, the main caregiver of your kiddos, you see them all the time and then you don't see them for that long. It was really heartbreaking to watch him go through that. Um, yeah, uh, it was, it was pretty horrible. So we were both, you know, abandoned by his family. He's not getting to see his kids. They're fighting over every little thing every day. Mm. I mean, from down to like, you didn't put my black dress in the tote that you sent back. I need that fucking black dress. Oh my God. Like it was, yeah. (laughs) So during all that I have so I have two questions with that specific time period one I mean when he's going back to see his new baby and spending time with his kids was there any feelings of insecurity on your part um in like having those very intimate moments with his you know soon-to-be ex-wife yes you actually just I think you just posted about this on Instagram today or yesterday Uh, yeah Yeah. I think because I (laughs) hell yes so you know, we're still a very new relationship at this time. And he's going to spend the night at the house so that he can, you know, be there with his new baby. And, you know, even though I'm the other woman at the time, it's like, you know, well, now he belongs to me. I don't want you to 
spend the right. night. But it, but then I'm also like, God, that would be so selfish of me to keep him away from the kiddos for as much time as possible because he's just started a new job, you know, so he can't take a ton of time off to be, you know, driving across the country plus spending time with the kids and then driving all the way back. That took a lot of days off. Um, so he, you know, he has very limited time. Meanwhile, I'm stuck in Wyoming, just like crying my eyes out. Like yeah. he's with his family, his family. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, they're yeah. not even divorced. This is his wife still. And I'm just the homewrecker stuck at home, you know, thinking he's going to leave me. He's going to go back to her. He's going to miss his kids. You know, he's going to want to want to stay and, and try to make things work with her. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> Yeah. And then, oh God, there was another question I had about that, um, about that time period. Darn. So was it, was it about the divorce proceedings or like custody battle stuff? No. Um, I don't know. It'll come to me, but, um, (laughs) yeah. So no, it's like, I'm just like walking this, like walking through this of how these things would actually like feel on your end. And, um, yeah. Oh, I remember. Yay. I remember. Um, it, I mean, you kind of mentioned it a little bit, just like that. This is such like you, I mean, to the stepmoms that have gone through this experience, like to have the beginning of your relationship, which is supposed to like in general, when you're a stepmom in like a non-affair type of situation, Mm -hmm. the beginning of your relationship is weird anyway, because there's kids involved. But then when you add the affair piece to it, it's like, not only are the, are there kids to think about, but it's also all of this ick stuff in the space when you're supposed to be in this like honeymoon stage and like continuing to like fall in love and like Mm -hmm. everything's supposed to be really easy in the beginning. But I feel like it's super reversed when you start Mm -hmm. like in this way. So can you like speak to continue, I guess, speaking to how you know, messy, the beginning of relationship was and, and what made you on both ends, if you can speak to your husband as well, make it feel like it was all worth it. Yeah. So, and that's, we talk about that often. Now we, we look back and think like, oh my God, I can't believe that we went through that. And we're still one, we're still together Two, We're still in love. We're still three. The kids are super happy. So yeah, it's, thinking back to those times, it's like looking through a tunnel at like the darkest part of your life. Mm. So, uh, you know, to speak on the, Oh, like it's our first Christmas together. (laughs) (laughs) He, and you know, and I, I think sometimes it makes him look bad, right. It makes him look terrible. Like, you know, Oh my God, I can't believe he left his pregnant wife. If you understand the feelings that were, you know, that he was going through is, he didn't think of it as like, you know, I'm abandoning my pregnant wife. It's, oh my God, I finally met somebody that makes me happy and supports me and is confident in me as a human being and, and like wants to see me be successful. And yes, it stinks that she was pregnant, but like he, he loves his kids so much. He, he's just, he's super dad. And so Christmas he just morning, doesn't like the mom. He just doesn't like the mom. You know, if he could mm-hmm. pick anybody else to have kids with, he probably would have. But, uh, <laughs> but so, yeah. So Christmas morning, it's our first Christmas together. He wakes up, and this is his first Christmas without his kids. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he couldn't. It was like he was sick. He couldn't get off the couch. He's just crying all day long. It was, 
Mm. absolutely heartbreaking. I mean, and, and I just think about those times and it's hard to think about because we both were like, damn, is it worth it? You know, is this yeah. worth it? Should you just go back and, and, you know, be with the kids? I know you hate her, but God, I just can't see you get your heart ripped out every time you talk to them and they're crying and saying, I miss you, daddy. Like oh. trying not to get emotional, but it was hard. It was really hard. So, so, you know, I never meet these kiddos. I'm just always hearing on the phone, you know, hi, daddy. Now mm-hmm. bear in mind his youngest or his oldest at the time, she turned six right before I met her. Mm. And then his son turned three with us like during that that summer visitation so teeny tiny little ones um and the and the baby she wasn't even allowed to come for the first visitation because typically they don't allow overnights with infants or at least I've seen that in a lot of folks Mm -hmm. um custody arrangements so yeah the added piece of long distance non-custodial parenting is another horrible part of it So what was it like when you like did meet the kids for the first time? (laughs) Like what was, I mean, was it like, this is daddy's friend or was (laughs) it like, you know, like how did that all go down? Yeah. So, uh, so we had to, so he had to fly there to pick them up and then come back. And so I'm at the airport, you know, with gifts for them, like, you know, and I'm a child free. I like to think of myself as a child free stepmom. Um, I have, you know, I don't have kids of my own. I don't have that like mothering instinct at all. I'm, and you said you didn't, when you were, before you had met him mm -hmm. and you were married, kids weren't really on the radar for you. Yeah. Kids were never on the radar for me. And, you know, I, not that I don't love children. I've got nieces and nephews, but I I knew for sure that I didn't want any of my own. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I meet this man with kids and I think like, oh man, is this going to be is this going to make me want my own? But no, I, <laughs> I'm, I have a great time being a part-time parent. So, you know, I'm waiting at the airport, holding these gifts for these teeny tiny little kids. And they like run out and give me a hug. And I'm like, do they know who I am? What do they, what is he this told feels them? wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, my stepson took to me instantly. I mean, just, and I have to assume that when, when kids are that little, they see, you know, the, the woman in the house as like another mom, mm-hmm. a lot like what you've talked about where yes. your son has a mom at this house and a mom at yep. this house. Yep. So that he, when he was really little, he would, uh, he'd say my Wyoming mom. Oh, <laughs> and ju- just so cute. So he instantly, it, there was never an issue with my stepson, my step my oldest stepdaughter however she was seeing her mom cry Mm. every day she's seeing her mom and dad scream at each other on the phone Mm. she's she's known what it's like to live with you know my husband and and his ex-wife she she saw them together so in the beginning it was difficult she she thought I was a babysitter Mm. Like she, she would refer to me when her mom would call, she, you know, um, yeah, my babysitter said it's okay to stay up till, you know, and so, (laughs) yeah, shit. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, well, I'm not, not the babysitter, but then you also don't want to do too much of like, cause, cause 
we're living together. So now this is really hard for these kids too. It's not like this is dad's house. This is dad and Erica's house from day one. So it was an adjustment for everybody. And, and that's one thing I've always tried to hold on to is like, they didn't ask for this. This is just as hard for them as it is for me. So I try, I try really hard on the hard days to remember, like, mm-hmm. take a breath. It's not their yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah. How old was the baby when you met her? Oh, so then, so I go, I go from child-free person to instant mom <laughs> for those four weeks, they go back. And then we uh, flew to Michigan to celebrate Christmas with the kids. Oh. So she is one year old and I don't have any baby skills. Like I'm not, <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, you know, toddlers, they can feed themselves. You know, I was changing diapers with the little one, but my, my stepson, but I, you know, I'm like, yeah, I don't, do I give her a bottle? Does she eat food? I, I don't know. <laughs> God, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, she, you know, my youngest stepdaughter and I have, it's so funny. Cause you know, if you'd have asked me back then, it's like, man, I wish she wasn't pregnant. Like this would be so much easier. I, I wish that the ex-wife never had her. Right. That's what I would have said back then. Right. But me and that little girl are just, mm. she's just my boo. Like she's just, yeah. she's just awesome. Since day one, we've just had this really great connection. So um, she lists her favorite parents sometimes oh. <laughs> and she'll say, Erica, mom, <laughs> dad, and then, and then she says her stepdad, she says, but I hate him. And I'm like, well, that's not very nice. <laughs> Uh-oh, she doesn't like her stepdad? Yeah, well, that's a whole other channel. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. So, um, when, so what is the schedule like right now? Yeah, so that is the hard part. So we, because the kids were so little when they were going through this custody battle. Uh, they, well, first of all, she fought for as little time as possible, right? Because she hates this man. She hates me. She hates everything about it. Totally understandable. So she wanted him to have two weeks a year. Wow. Period. She wanted him to sign his rights away. She didn't want anything to ever do with him again. So we kind of took, we, you know, at the time it's like, we're going to take whatever we can get. So we have one week, at spring break, one week at Christmas break, and then five weeks in the summertime. But we have unlimited parenting time when we're in Michigan. So we visit as much as we possibly can. Like Halloween, Valentine's Day, we'll go for, like we went for uh, my stepson's kindergarten graduation. We'll go for the first day of school, like the back to school ice cream social, Mm -hmm. um, dance recitals. Like anytime we can get away for a quick weekend, we fly. So All right, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the first time you interacted with bio mom oh oh (laughs) like was there hair pulling (laughs) did she throw things at you did she slash your tires oh yeah okay so now bear in mind I met this man during the police academy and so I am you know just to give a visual like I'm way taller than her yeah I have blonde hair she's this teeny tiny little thing and so she talked a huge game on the phone, right? Like, you know, this bitch, blah, blah, blah. Well, honey, <laughs> when you meet me in real life, she's instantly like meek and mild and like 
barely can look at me in the eyes and I'm like, you know, Hey, it's nice to meet you. Finally, you know, like, and, and Oh, I forgot almost the most important part. So she and I texted every day that first visitation. Oh, so I, I sent her or no, I guess it was through my husband at the time. So he sent her an email saying like, you know, Hey, there's no one better that you could want as a stepmother to your children. She's fucking trained in custody and control tactics. You know, she's CPR set certified. She's, she's certified to fucking evasive, you know, vehicle maneuvering. Like she's literally the safest person. You know, she's been through a background check. Like she's well, and I, and I've now I'm going back to school to study for, um, education. So like at the time I had gone to school for a little bit of that, like, you know, so I have some psychology background, I have education background, like I'm essentially, he's like, she's a badass. So you should like fucking be grateful. Yeah, exactly. Like, you Uh know, I I picked a great lady, you know, to cheat on you with, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but like, you know, so, so I, you know, and I tell her, I'm like, whatever will make you comfortable. If you want to call the kids twice a day, well, I have them call my phone. If you, you know, I'll send pictures of stuff we're doing every single day. So, you know, anything that will make it easier for you. Cause I know this is the first time she's been away from her kids and that's fucking mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. So I want to make this transition smooth. I want to be as nice as possible. Like, you know, I'm trying to be super respectful, like, you know, just whatever I can do to make this easy on everyone involved. So we texted like every day. So she was receptive to that. Yep. She, and you know, she, yeah. She said, you know, thank you very much for taking such good care of my babies. Like, thank you. I appreciate you. And this is, this is making it easier. Wow. Well, huge. It was huge. Uh-huh. And it then, was. but short lived, <laughs> I can tell by your face. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so, so there was an issue of, so child support, when you are going through the custody battle, right, you don't have to pay it, but It's nice if you do, because those are your damn kids. Like you Mm -hmm. should be wanting to take care of them. So of course he made payments every month, you know, leading up to before it was finalized in court. So the month that it was supposed to be finalized and signed off by the judge, this is after the kids go back their first summer, he makes the payment to her. And then he says, when you get the payment from the court, just tell them that I already paid you for this month. And it will be, you know, the next month we'll push forward or whatever. So, so, you know, I won't have to make a double payment. And she's like, yeah, no problem. Mm. <clears throat> Money makes bitches crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> now I, he, we weren't making money. It's not like we were like this rich. I'm not like a, you know, a yacht stepmom where I'm like marrying this older dude for his money. We're freaking broke. So <laughs> like we so we pay that payment and then she and I'm gonna be a bitch right now because because now it's an issue Mm -hmm. she she's like well Tyler you shouldn't have made that payment because I guess it was a gift oh my god and he and he's like on the phone with her right and that's what she says she's like you know well Tyler I guess that was a gift and you shouldn't have made it (laughs) I come over the counter right I've been so nice to this woman like he's on the phone with her and I'm and I leap over the counter I was like hang up on that fucking and I say the c word oh. and she hears me she hears me 
And so she like texts him and says, I can hear that bitch in the background. And so that's, you know, money, money has been the root of all of our problems since day one. I think a lot of people can like, yes, (laughs) relate to that. He didn't have the money to pay that. So now I'm paying this, you know, I'm paying child support for this month because he doesn't have, he already paid it. And it's like, Mm -hmm. so now, yeah. So, and now it impacts you. And then it impacts, like, that's the thing that I feel like all the, the, the families, the stepmoms and their spouses who can't do what they want to do Mm -hmm. in their own lives because they're paying off the other, like, yeah it's so frustrating and it's and the system is so messed up in a lot of ways yeah oh god two thousand four hundred dollars a month wow two thousand four hundred dollars a month which was more than 50 percent of his paycheck at the time and wyoming won't even take that much out of your paycheck like it's against the law to take more than 50 percent of your paycheck for garnishment Mm. and so he was in arrears from day one so, and you know, it's, yeah, the money issue, unfortunately that's all she cares about. And, and I wish I had kind of known that back then, but, um, yeah. And, and yeah. again, devil's advocate here, like when that's all they have to latch onto, like the demand's gone, you know, yes. like you can't yell at them for, you know, what he used to do or what happened. Like you can, that only lasts so long. So you latch onto the one thing that's constant, mm-hmm. which is the yep. money. And that's what you like. Yeah. And it's un, it's unreal. Like, yeah. oh, I'm just getting yeah. mad. <laughs> that's a whole other episode, right? Mm-hmm. Like, actually, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, so when did you guys get married? So understandably, we were both a little bit gun shy, I think, uh, in terms of, you know, we'd both been married before and we didn't want to jump into something super quickly. So we were, we were engaged for, we got engaged in 2015, which was two and a half years after we met and started dating. Um, and then we didn't get married until 2018. Okay. So we were together for five years before pulling that trigger and, the kids were involved and I, I know your listeners can't see it, but you can see, I can kids. see it. I can see it. <laughs> Love <laughs> yeah. it. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, we touch on how his family was reacting. Like, what was that? What's, a, do you have a mother-in-law? Yes. What's the relationship? How was it? And how is it now? <laughs> so, yeah. And to backtrack just a little, they were living. So I think I mentioned that, um, his, so he was going through training and his, and his wife and the kiddos stayed back in Michigan. So they were living with his mom and stepdad at the time. Mm. So of course she's going to be team mom, right? Like my mother-in-law now who mm-hmm. I can't say enough good things about. She is she's awesome. And I even told her about like, you know, I might be on this podcast. And she said, you tell them that I've got your fucking back. She, she <laughs> yes, she is. She's amazing. I, yeah, 100% love that woman so much, but in the beginning, you know, she doesn't know, she doesn't know me. Right. Yeah. She, none of them do. Mm-hmm. They think I'm this, you know, blonde hussy. Uh-huh. <laughs> to steal her, you know? So it was hard at first. It was really, really hard. And then I will say day one that she saw me interacting with my husband, Tyler, and saw how happy he was 
Mm. She said, I've never seen him like that before. Like you must be, you have to be something special for him to Mm -hmm. be so happy and, and, you know, be so, uh, I feel like that's the best compliment mm-hmm. to come from your partner's yeah. mom. Like I remember, I remember getting that compliment where, you know, she was just like, he just lights up when mm-hmm. you are in the room. Like he just, he's, yeah. he speaks differently. He, he looks at you and I'm just like, really? Oh, <laughs> tell me more. You know, like, I feel like <laughs> yeah. that's like the best thing. And you can like, we want to trust the mom's opinion and we value the mom's opinion yeah so much so I, it's it's really difficult when that relationship is strained so I'm so glad yep. that it's been able to yeah kind of over time get better yeah and it was she she paid for us to fly out now remember we're broke she paid for us to fly out to spend Christmas with the kiddos you know and mm. you know just made it the best the best week ever for me to meet his whole family, because of course they don't know me yet either. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how much pressure is on you, girl? It was you, like sweating. Yeah. Were, <laughs> I mean, people were like threatening me on social media. Let me be very <sighs> clear. This was, this was, yeah. My family had our backs from day one. Like my family was like, cool. Awesome. We didn't like the other guy anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they, they were like buying Tyler Christmas presents. Like they were, you know, coming on vacation with us, coming to visit us. Like they paid for him to go to Disney world. Like they loved him. They, yeah. So not the other way around though, that nobody mm. was paying for me to go to Disney world with his family. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but they, yeah, I was sweating bullets, very scared, very, very nervous. Uh, fortunately, nobody tried to fight me on Christmas. So that was good. Oh, Uh, good. (laughs) Yeah. But they, they all came around, you know, his dad and stepmom. That's another thing too. We both come from, uh, some blended family stuff. So Mm -hmm. his dad and stepmom love them so much. They helped him pay for his divorce. Like they, they, they kind of, um, were put in a hard place too. Right. When, when baby mama's refuse to let grandparents see the kids they use their kids as pawns Mm -hmm. they need to play the field of like keeping her happy enough so that they get to see their grandbabies so it was a hard spot for them to be into and I don't want to I don't want to take away anything from any grandparent that does what they have to do to to be able to see their grandbabies Mm -hmm. yeah that's really hard and that's I know like a lot of people struggle with that mother-in-law dynamic because they are still, you know, in contact with bio mom. And especially if the relationship with bio mom is not good and you can't trust either side of it. And it can get really, I mean, without going too far, I know I, I sometimes feel that way with my own mother-in-law where I'm just like, I mean, one year we didn't find out, we didn't have my stepson for Christmas one year. And we ended up finding out that she spend Christmas with the two of them. And we didn't find out till like February. And it was just like, what the actual fuck? I listened to that episode. And when <laughs> you were, I was like in the car screaming like, oh no, like, yeah. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like stuff like that where, I mean, and, and it's been little things like that over the past, you know, seven, eight years. So, but there are people that navigate that stuff all the time. And that's super hard. Um, but is. so 
for listeners who are currently, you know, whichever, however far into this journey they are in, um, I wrote some questions down. Hold on. Flipping my notebook over. Oops. <laughs> Just dropped the microphone. Sorry if that was loud. Um, if you, oh, you kind of, you answered that already. So, um, um, I, I kind of asked, do you have any, you mentioned a little bit about insecurities in the beginning, like that first Christmas. Mm-hmm. Have you had insecurities event, like as this has progressed? Yeah. So, and I, I love, I wish we could do drop-offs how you do drop-offs with the mm. school where you never really have to see her. We used to be like that pre-COVID. Oh. We were like that. We're not like that now. Cause mm-hmm. um, yeah. Cause there's no school yeah, so this bitch comes school. into my house every fucking yep. sunday but okay. anyway yeah. <laughs> ideally yes yeah so damn sorry i haven't made it through the, to season three um <laughs> but no so um so she there's all this is i get a pit in my stomach literally every time i have to see her even eight mm-hmm. years later i feel sick to my stomach and that's one thing that I have to say has not lessened with time. And that's super unfortunate probably for people that were hoping to hear a different answer. Mm. Um, the fact remains that she is a woman that hates my guts. She, she will never has never, I mean, she still sends hateful emails. She still, she still hates both of us. So interacting with someone that, you know, that there's always a potential for conflict you know, she sometimes won't even make eye contact. I'll say, you know, Hey, I washed all the kids clothes. I have to see her every drop-off, you know, because we have to fly there to pick the kids up or we're flying and picking them up from her house. Or when she comes here, you know, we both bring the kids to the airport. So I see her, you know, seven or eight times a year, potentially sometimes, Mm -hmm. which is way too much. I don't know how the heck moms that have way more frequent custody stepmoms that have way more frequent custody exchanges doing that shit every week. There's no fucking way I can do it. I just don't think I can do it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's hard. And so there have been times where she's been polite enough to like interact as a human being in front of the children, which is great because at the end of the day, it's about them. They shouldn't have to see a bunch of adults that can't even look at each other. Uh, So like, you know, my stepson's kindergarten graduation, we all took a picture together. Wow. It was humongous. And huge. Yeah. And I printed it out and put it in the kids' room here because I want them to know that mom's not a taboo subject in this house. Like your mom is a part of your lives. She's half of you. I will do whatever it takes to make you guys feel comfortable here. If that means pictures of a woman that I do not get along with in my house, mm-hmm. but it makes the kids feel better. I'll do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And I'll take pictures with her. I'll smile and, you know, mm-hmm. wrap my arm around her in a picture if I need to, but yep, it's hard yeah. every yeah. time. <laughs> yep. Yep. It is hard. I, you just reminded me when my, when my stepson first started kindergarten, um, we all showed up for this first day of school and, you know, I took a picture of him and my husband, my husband took a picture of me and him and I had my phone out and I was like, do you want me to take a picture of you too? And yes. she's like, yes. And then can you send it to me? And I'm like, of course. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, it was, yes. I felt like such like, like that was such a big person moment for yes. me. 
same. I have the same story. Yeah. And she's like, can you airdrop that to me? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Michigan accent, not trying to hate on anybody. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it was the, that, that day after his first day mm-hmm. of kindergarten, I had the bright idea of because I'm all excited for him. You know, I mean, I've known him since he was three. So yeah. kindergarten is a big deal. And like, let's go to dinner after his first day of school. And so that was fucking awkward, you know, sitting across the the first meal we like share together. And then afterwards, you know, my stepson is like, okay, group hug, like group hug. (laughs) And I was just like, all right, that's too far, (laughs) like too far. I mean, we did it, but it was like, yeah, my husband was like holding my stepson. I was holding onto my husband. My mom was like, on stepson, <laughs> like not touching anyone, just kind of like hugging him. And it was just like, it was super weird, but we did it. And I feel yeah. like, you know, like that mentality, it's super awkward. It's super hard. It yeah. is uncomfortable. You don't like that person, but man, it's like, it's worth it to, to, yep. to do that for the kids, to give them yeah. that as much as you can, you know, exactly. I feel like over time, you know, little by little, you can let them know more and more of your comfort level of your boundaries mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if it's like a picture of that person yeah, in the room, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. whatever I got to do to make, cause at the end of the day, like I, it, like I talked about in the beginning, it's, they didn't ask for this. They didn't choose this and it's hard, you know, it's, it's hard for me, for when my parents, my parents got divorced when I was an adult And when my dad remarried, you know, that's hard to see the family that you had grow and change into a different way. And so I can't even imagine what it's like for kiddos to go through that. And so I just Mm -hmm. always want to make sure that they, they know that I put them first, dad and mom put you first, but your stepmom does too, hundred percent. Yeah. So you're not that evil stepmom. You're not that home wrecker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm that Disney villain, right? Like you hate, you might hate to love me or you might love to hate me, but one way or the other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what has helped you with getting through the really hard stuff? Like, I mean, the hard stuff between you and your partner, when shit was just like super complicated and messy, hard stuff, all of it. Like what has, what have you leaned on? So I thankfully have a best friend who is also a stepmom to three kiddos. Wow. And yeah, and it and we actually went through this at the exact same time, so it's super weird. So, um she her the the man that she's with, they were they were going through this divorce issue too, like almost at the exact same time as as us and, you know, dating with the whole kind of going through the custody battle. So she if I didn't have her, I don't think I would have made it through it. And that's why I think your community and your podcast is so important and vital and essential for stepmoms that don't have that, you know, in real life person, Mm -hmm. because if you can't say those things, the things that you say in your head, like that are too fucked up to say out loud to anyone else. Mm -hmm. But when you hear it on the podcast, or you hear that other people are going through, you're like, fuck, yes, yes. Oh my God. I thought I was the only person that thought that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, it's huge. There's healing in that. A hundred percent. And so, and we've, we still have those days, right. Where I'm crying or, you know, she's crying and she calls me and says like, I just need to vent. And 
seriously, the, the community of stepmoms being able to talk about it. I love my husband, right? But he doesn't see it from my point of view. Sure. Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand what it's like because those are his kids, right? Mm-hmm. When they say something fucked up to him, mm-hmm. he's their dad. Yeah. When they say it to me, like, what? It I, burns, man. Well, it burns I, to the core. <laughs> I choose to do this. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't have to love you. Yeah, I, I literally just like wiped your butt or like, you know, cleaned up your poop in the middle of the night or like, you know, put money under the pillow for the tooth. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, that's me. I don't have to do it. I didn't choose to do this or I didn't, I didn't choose to have you. Right. So anything that I do is because I love you and I care about your dad and I care about you guys. So like you better. Yeah. It's a whole other level of emotions that our partners just really can't. Yeah. They don't do. They don't get it. And so that, that community, I think is definitely the thing to get you through the hard parts, mm-hmm. being able to say the shit in your head that like, <sighs> nobody, yeah. nobody gets. Yeah. Yeah. Besides another stepmom. Yeah. So if you can add a little bit to that, my last question is what is your, this doesn't need to be, I mean, a, um, a fair related or, or <laughs> whatever, but what would be your advice to a new stepmom? I've made so many mistakes through the years. Let, let me, let me say that too. Like I, there are so many things that looking back, right. You look back and you're like, that was dumb. I should have, I should have stayed out of it Mm. or we shouldn't have sent that email because Mm. there are so many times I think where we get really upset, right? Like we, we see that stepmom or that bio mom does something and you're like, how in the hell could a human being make that choice? Mm-hmm. But if it really doesn't hurt the kids and it really doesn't affect your time that you get to spend with them, if it's something that she's doing like in her own house or she's doing something that, you know what, you know, maybe blue hair at your mom's, whatever, you can have blue hair at your mom's. But when you come here, we're either dying it back to normal color or you know, we're going to shave your head, whatever it is. Or, you know, if it's, I'm just using that as an example, because that just happened. My, my stepson dyed his hair blue and, and baby mama didn't ask us about it. Oh. And it pissed me off. Right. Like, I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Why would she That's do that? in our parenting plan. That yeah. shit has to be approved. Yeah, exactly. It's in ours too. She frequently, that's another thing. If you think mm. that parenting plan will protect you. Yeah. Before, <laughs> yeah. Very few times does it actually do anything, but, mm-hmm. uh, I guess to me, it's the whole pick your battles. And so mm-hmm. there are so many times in the past where I got really, really upset. And I still do to this day. I get really, really upset about stuff that really just doesn't matter. It just doesn't yeah. matter. Yep. And that is the hardest part, I think. Letting go of stuff that you can't control and letting go of stuff that you can yell at her. You can send as many emails as you want. You can threaten to court time she's still going to do what she's going to do. And is mm-hmm. it worth the money, the time, the effort, your mental health to fight about those things? No. Worry yeah. about pa- parallel parenting. I don't even think we have parallel parent. We have like, we don't even care what you're doing over there and we're going to do us and, and just leave us alone. And, and you leave us alone. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. As long as the kids are being, you know, yeah. taken care of and there's no mm-hmm. neglect. It's a lot. It's like, 
Yes. Don't need to get into the nitty gritty of yes. You're doing what at the, you know, like that. I would have to agree that, that I definitely, and that's why I try and, and say over and over again, is like, yes, be mad about it. It's so egregious. It's so stupid. It's so whatever, be upset about it. Fine. But then come to that calm place and be like, all right, what do I have control over? What don't I have control over? Do I need to just like, let my partner deal with this? And I worry about my own self-care. Do I go for a run? Do I call a friend? Do I, you know, like, but just wait, do not email back right away. Do not text right away. Just take a deep breath. And will it matter in five minutes, five days, five weeks, five years, you know, like what, what is that going to, what is that going to do for you in the long run? And I think, I think in the beginning, us stepmoms are so just wanting to establish ourselves and wanting there to be consistency and wanting there to be some control because in like our roles are just so out of control and we're wanting to protect our partners and we're wanting to protect our home and our peace. And we still want to do those things seven, eight years later, Mm -hmm. but now we have this like all right. So now we know this shit's probably never going to stop being high conflict. <laughs> this shit's probably, like I can't be at that heightened peak all the time. I am exhausted. Yep. I am so tired. So it, it gets to that point where you're like, all right, so now I need to kind of just run it through my filter and yeah. figure out the things, like you said, picking your battles. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean, there are so many things that through the years, like I have thrown a tantrum about, right? Like an actual tantrum, a grown woman throwing tantrums. <laughs> like, but you know, the kids, as long as they've got clothes on, you know, they're fed, they're let's, I don't want to say bathed because that doesn't actually always happen, but mm-hmm. yeah, same, same. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh man. The license shit episode is oh god, it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one with the most listens. Oh yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. For any stepmom, new stepmoms out there, whether it was an affair or not. And I, you, I just listened to an episode the other day where you say like, don't ever feel like you need to get her approval because you probably won't get it. And I think that's the, the other biggest piece too. Like, it doesn't matter if she likes you. It doesn't, she mm-hmm. like, trust me, eight years in, she's net, she's going to hate my guts till we both die. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't care anymore. So yeah. Yeah. You can move on in your life and in your marriage Uh and the relationship you have with your kids without her approval. Exactly. And kind of without the stepkids approval too, to some point too, where like, if you're constantly worrying about them instead of focusing on your marriage, like that's why second marriages fail. Right. Because we're trying so hard to make Mm -hmm. everything perfect, picture perfect. Like the stepmom, stepdad shirts with mom and dad shirts. Yeah. It's not realistic. It's not going to happen. Nope. (laughs) Not for everyone, at least. Yeah. 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 Uh, Well, Erica, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. Um, I know that is probably not easy to get on. And I mean, like I said, having an affair, it's a bad rap for, you know, a lot of really good reasons, but I think your story in particular, it's, you know, obvious that you both were not in happy, healthy relationships. And like you said, it was really bad timing and a lot of messy shit had to happen for you guys. I mean, I've seen your photos. You guys have a beautiful family. You guys are, you got through the dark shit and, um, you, you made it. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, 
All right, listeners, if you have any questions, um, feel free to message me and I will put all of Erica's information in the show notes if you would like to contact her and say hi. As (laughs) always, be well and stay radical. All right, ladies, the episode is over, but do you want a little more? Come find me on Instagram and join the community at Radical Stepmoms Podcast or schedule a one-on-one session and get that personalized support or become a Radical member and gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes and merch. Radical Stepmoms is so much bigger than a podcast. Check out the details and the notes on this episode.